Okay, good morning, good afternoon, um, wherever you are, welcome to my podcast. It's the first day of January, which means it is the first day of actual proper episodes of my new and improved podcast. I am going to be trying something a little bit different today. I am going to try and multitask and do my makeup while I'm doing the podcast. So if you hear banging and clanging or you hear me screaming out in pain, it's most likely because I stabbed myself in the eye with my eyeliner. Um, But bear with me, I'm going to try multitask and get this across as well as I can. Right, so what better way to start 2022 than to do a podcast about sex? A little bit of a disclaimer, if you are related to me or you know me personally and you don't want to hear about my sex life and or my opinions on sex, please feel free to skip this episode. Um, I will take no judgment to it. And I would prefer for it not to come up in a next family gathering or meeting that, oh, hey, I didn't know you did this or, hey, I didn't know you were into this. So, yeah, currently putting on foundation. So it's going to be harder than I expected to try and focus on a podcast, but bear with me. Um, Alrighty. So I Googled, um, you got to love Google, and I found this website and it had 13 different types of sex that you need to have before you die. And I was interested. So I thought, okay, let's have a look. So I'm going to, I'm going to go over the 13 different types and then I'm going to break them down and have my opinion and tell you experiences or whatever it may be. All right. So we've got number one, awkward first time sex. Number two, first time you know what you're doing sex. Number three, Zero inhibition sex, which is pretty much when you let go completely. Number four, makeup sex. Number five, so good you break things kind of sex. Number six, morning sex. Number seven, the oh my god, I can't believe I did that sex. Number eight, the never again position kind of sex. Number nine, super loud, piss off the neighbors kind of sex. Number 10, goodbye sex. 11, Sex soundtrack, uh, number 12, partner does all the work sex, and lucky number 13, in love sex. All right, so as I put concealer on, let's break it down. Number one, awkward first time sex. Okay, so I know when a lot of people think of first time sex, they think of, you know, like losing your virginity. Um, I lost my virginity when I was... How old was I? I was 15. And I pretty much hit the jackpot with with losing mine. I was with my boyfriend. He was a long-term boyfriend. He was wonderful, um, loving, caring, understanding, patient, you know. So I, I was really lucky in that sense. But nevertheless, it is still awkward. I Anything on my podcast is from my opinion, unless, you know, I have reached out to people and been like, hey, I need your opinion on this, which I will do occasionally. Um, yes, yeah, so it was it was still awkward in the sense that you don't know what you're doing. You don't know if you're going to do it right. You don't know how it's going to feel. You're just kind of winging the whole situation. And if you're losing your virginity to someone that has already lost theirs, it's a little bit easier because they know what they're doing. 
I honestly couldn't imagine losing mine to someone who hadn't lost theirs either. Um, I just, I don't know how that would work. It's kind of like, you don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Let's just wing it. Um, but awkward first time sex, I think can definitely relate to anyone you have sex with. There have been a lot of times where I've slept with somebody for the first time and it has been awkward. Um, it's kind of just, you know, it's a new person. You don't know what they like. You don't know how it's going to be. So I can definitely tick that one off my list. Awkward first time sex. And I can probably guarantee that I'm going to have awkward first time sex again. Number two, first time you know what you're doing. Um, so unless you're really cocky, I don't know if anyone truly knows what they're doing. I mean, sex is pretty straightforward. It goes, you know, in, it goes in a hole, um, depending on what kind of sex you're having. Um, I can say that I, I, I know what I'm doing, but I don't know what I'm doing at the same time. Yeah, not, not much to report on number two. Um, zero inhibition sex when you just let go. Um, so this one is pretty much self-explanatory again in the sense that it can happen when you're really comfortable with somebody. It can happen when you're just in a mood where you're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever I want. Or in my case, it can be when you've had a couple to drink and you're just like, ah, fuck it. Let's do everything and anything. I don't care. Let's just go for gold. Um, so yeah, zero inhibition sex. There are also a lot of people that that is their general sex. That's just how they do it every time, all the time. Um, and head, pat on the back to them. I think that's awesome. Number four, makeup sex. Um, I don't know if I have had makeup sex. I mean, I'm the type of person that if I'm arguing with somebody, um, I don't want to have sex with them. Like, you know, makeup sex is a situation where you're going to argue with someone or, you know, you're unhappy with them and, you know, you apologize and whatever else. And makeup sex is just like, oh my God, I'm so glad we made up. I don't know if I've ever done that. I'm a very emotional kind of person. So it's very much like, eh, I don't really want to have sex with you if you've upset me or, you know, even though you've apologized, I need to heal from that. So don't know. But, I mean, if you've had makeup sex, give me your um, feedback, I guess you could say. Um, okay, sorry, bear with me. I am now putting on powder. What am I up to? Morning sex. Nope. Um, number five, so good you break things kind of sex. Um, I nearly broke my toe. <laughs> I was... Oh, my God, I think I was like 17 um this was with the boyfriend that I lost my virginity to and it was typical have sex on a desk situation and I love my books and as you can imagine friction one thing led to another books fell off the desk and onto my toe and nearly broke my toe because I don't half-ass it with my books I buy big chunky books um don't know if I've ever broken broken anything else but I mean I watch movies I read books I can imagine how things can get broken uh number six 
morning sex. Personally, I am not a fan of morning sex. I do not like it. I like sex just as much as the other person does. But morning sex, I'm not a morning person. When I wake up in the morning, I need at least two coffees to be able to function. So if you are trying to have sex with me as soon as we wake up, it is not going to happen. You need to feed me two coffees and let me brush my teeth before I even think about having sex with you. Um, I mean, I have done morning sex, but it is not my favorite thing in the world because I think, you know, you need to brush your teeth. You need to, um, you need to wake up properly. You need to, you need to be awake to have sex. Um, so yeah, morning sex is not my forte. Number seven, we are up to eyeshadow. Um, where am I? Hang on. Just trying to get my shit together. Number seven, the, oh my God, I can't believe I did that sex. Oh, okay. This one is my forte. Okay. Um, I, it's okay. So again, self-explanatory, it's the kind of sex that you have. And then afterwards you kind of think, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I have done that so many times. I have slept with an ex that I, I definitely should not have. And then, you know, as good as the sex may be, afterwards you kind of sit there and think, oh my God, what have I done? I can't believe I did that. All things go completely out the window. Um, last person I slept with, kind of same situation. Sex was fantastic. Um, can probably say best sex ever, but... Due to the situation surrounding that person, um, after they left, it was very much like, oh my God, Courtney, what have you done? And you go through a lot of emotions, depending on what the situation is. Like I said, it could be an ex, it could be someone you despise, um, you know, it could be someone in a relationship or married or whatever, which you know you shouldn't be having sex with. Side note, I had never done that. Um, married people and people in relationships is not my thing. Um, but you know, you, you kind of sit there and think, Oh my God, the sex was great, but why the fuck did I do that? And people have different ways of dealing with it. A lot of people will just be like, okay, had that even happen? Oh, well it's happened. Get over it. And then you have people like me that dwell on it for days and think, Oh my God, Courtney, seriously. Um, so that's my story for that one. Number eight, the never again position. I'll have to do a podcast one day and full on, full on go into like Kumasatra and sex positions because far out there are so many. Um, I'm very old fashioned. I, I love the, the good old, old fashioned kind of positions. There are some positions that it, you you do it and you think fuck it I'm gonna be adventurous like why not or they suggest it or they just move you into that position and you think okay awesome let's do this and then after you finish you think oh my god I am never ever doing that again I actually had this conversation with somebody um about being 26 like I know I'm not old but I also know that I'm not 18 anymore and it's little things like you know sex in a car or sex out in the middle of nowhere and you just think I'm 26. If I'm going to have sex, it's going to be in my house. It's going to be 
comfortable. It's going to be private. You know, I am too old to be having sex up against a tree in the middle of a fucking, I was going to say forest, but it's more like in the middle of the bush. (laughs) Okay. I'm too old for that shit. So no, thank you. I will pass. Not going to do that. Um, so I can imagine everyone at least once in their life has, you know, been in a sex position and then immediately afterwards regretted it and thought, yeah, nah, fuck no. We can wipe that completely from the sex list. Not doing that. I've tried it. I don't like it. No, thank you. Um, what have we got? Number nine, loud, a super loud piss off your neighbors kind of sex. Okay. So this is, uh, one of my favorite um, points in this is super loud piss off your neighbor's sex. Like, come on. I don't, I, I have never had a neighbor where I've heard that side and been like, oh my God, my neighbor's having sex. How embarrassing. But I can probably say that I have been that neighbor. And it kind of goes a little bit with number three with the zero inhibitions. Sex is great. Sex is amazing. And when you are having sex with somebody and it can be loud and amazing and, you know, you hear the bedhead banging up against the wall and you hear the moaning and, oh, my God. It's just when you're in that mindset of, like, fuck it, I know I have neighbours, but fuck them. I don't give a shit. This is about me. This is about me and them and this is how it's going to go down. Fuck it. You know, you only live once. Piss off your neighbours with loud sex noise. I don't agree with it when it's like family. Don't, you know, make your family uncomfortable. But your neighbours, fuck them. They might not be your neighbours forever. So embarrass yourself. Um, I have done that before and then gone out the front of my house for a smoke and my neighbour has come out and given me like a really weird look and I thought... Yeah, hi, good morning. That was me that you heard last night. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, YOLO when it comes to uh loud piss off your neighbor sex. Um, number ten, while I'm currently trying to think of an eyeshadow colour. Number ten, goodbye sex. Um uh, goodbye sex. That I can also tick off my list. And it's I don't know about everybody else's experience, but goodbye sex is very emotional for me. It's very much not like, you know, we're going to fuck like rabbits and it's going to be hard, fast, kinky kind of sex. Depending on the situation, it's very much deep, slow, intimate kind of sex. If it's somebody that you have really strong feelings for, somebody that, you know, you dated and, you know, this is the end, um, then it's it's quite emotional. It's very much... I'm never going to see you again. I'm really going to soak up this moment. I'm going to soak up being with you and how this feels and really take a mental picture or a mental video of exactly what is going down. Um, so for me, goodbye sex is quite emotional, especially when you know it's goodbye. Um, I say that because obviously there's a lot of times, not just sex-wise, but life-wise, you know, you kiss someone or you say goodbye to them thinking you're going to say them again, or, you know, you have sex with them. Sometimes you don't know it's goodbye sex, or you don't know it's going to be your last kiss with them, or you don't know that the last time you're sitting on the lounge talking to each other is going to be the last time. So it makes you wonder if you did know that was going to be the last, 
Would the kiss be different? Would the conversation on the lounge be different? Would the sex be different if you knew that was the last time you were going to have sex with them? Would it be deep, slow and emotional kind of sex? Or would it be like, you know what, fuck this, let's go out with a literal bang and just go hard or go home? Um, makes you wonder. Anyway, still haven't chosen an eyeshadow colour, guys. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do here. Right, let's go red today. Red. We all agree on red. Awesome. Side note, when you do podcasts, um, you've really got to get used to talking to yourself, which is a sign of insanity. Um, you don't <laughs> you don't have anyone replying to you. You don't have anyone um, to kind of like bounce off. And I always say, um, anyone that was tuned into my old podcast, I am the queen of ums. I get stuck or I don't know what to say. So it's um, 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 um. Honestly, you can make a drinking game out of my podcasts and it'd be like, everyone take a shot every time Courtney says, um, guaranteed 10 minutes in, you will be sloshed. Anywho, um, see, there you go. Take another shot. What's the next one? Number 11 is sex soundtrack. When I saw this one, I thought, the fuck is a sex soundtrack? Um, is it like you put music on as soon as you decide you're going to have sex or is it like a mental soundtrack of, you know, um, mental soundtrack of like the song? Can you hear a song while you're having sex with somebody? I'm quite a sentimental sort of emotional person and I can say when I've had sex with someone, I don't think of a song. So when I really looked into this one... It was that song that everybody has that you would love to have sex to. Um, and as soon as I read that, I thought, oh, of course, um, of course, that's it. And I can relate to this one in the sense that I'm trying to think. Oh, there's so many songs and they're usually kind of very ghetto kind of um, like bass and sexy kind of like. Not Lil Wayne, but more, I don't know. I'm going to have to think of a song and I'll come back to it. Um, But I totally get it. There are some songs where you just, you listen to them and think, oh my God, having sex to this song would just be, would be amazing Um, and so sexy because when you hear a certain song, it gets you in the mood instantly. You think, oh my God, this is the sexiest fucking song. So adding sex on top of that, mm, completely get it. I am all on board for the sex soundtrack. I cannot tick that off my list, but I can definitely put that on my to-do list. Righty-o. So number 12 is partner does all the work. I don't know why this one's on the list. I mean, I, I get it. I've had sex with people where the, you know, that person has done all the work. Um, and it's really, really good, but I'm just, it's weird that that's on the list. Um, but you know, partner does all the work. You don't have to do anything. Hopefully it feels really, really good. Um, if not, yeah, you need to think about that one a bit more. I don't really have much to say on this subject. Um, except it's on the list. If it's on the list, you gotta do it. Um, okay. So that's number 12. Lucky number 13, in love sex. I love this one. 
go figure. The old romantic loves the in love sex. In love sex is very, um, very emotional. It's very, you know, look deep into each other's eyes and, you know, it's, it's kind of like a song where you guys are two different instruments that just go so perfectly together and it just works, you know, your body, their body, the motions, the feelings, it all just goes so perfectly together. Ah, and I love it. That's probably my favorite type of sex. Don't get me wrong. I love hard, rough, you know, pissy neighbors off loud kind of sex. <laughs> um, but you know, there's nothing better than, you know, when you're with somebody and you just, you just feel so connected with somebody. You just feel, it's really hard to explain. You just feel like you're on top of the world. You feel like this person is the one for you. You feel like you never want to have sex with anybody else. You never want to be with anyone else. The The feelings that you have towards somebody just increase when you have sex. And it's scientifically proven. I was going to look it up, but I didn't because I honestly thought I wouldn't go this deep into it. But I was going to look it up and it's some sort of um, some sort of chemical in your brain or something or other, or it's a chemical your brain releases when you're having sex and it just connects you with them. That's why um, a lot of people, I was going to say women, but I know a lot of men that do it as well. So that's why a lot of people fall in love after sex. Um, Guilty, totally done that. I remember when I first moved down and I met up with an old friend, you could say, And I remember coming down and we had both just gotten out of long relationships. And we're like, hey, there's something here between us. Why don't, like, I'm not ready to be in a relationship. You're not ready to be in a relationship. So let's just, you know, let's just be fuck buddies. And I thought, you know what? I'm not usually a fuck buddy kind of person, but why the fuck not? Like, you know, I'm I'm single. I'm young. I love sex. Let's have sex and not have any strings attached. So we agreed on that and then we were talking for a while. We never actually had sex. And then, you know, I kept my feelings in check, kind of, sort of. And then as soon as we had sex, yeah, that was the end of it. I fell hard. I fell fast. And yeah, bad idea. But I mean, I don't, I don't know what it's like. I mean, I have slept with people and not fallen in love with them. I guess if there's feelings there beforehand, um, I would highly recommend if you have feelings for somebody and you know you can't be together or you know it's a bad idea if you, you know, fall in love with them. If you think you have feelings for somebody, do not sleep with them. Don't do it. Don't sleep with them. Um, because you will solidify your feelings for them. This might not be the case every time, but like I said, this is my my podcast, my opinion. Um, and I would highly recommend that people don't do that. Because in my situation, you know, you, you walk through life and you think, ah, I'm fine. I do not have feelings for this person. I'm completely okay with not being with this person. I thought I liked them, but I was so wrong. And then you sleep with them. And then you're like, 
yep, okay, I'm head over heels for this person. All I want is this person and I want to live happily ever after with this person and having sex with them this one time has completely set it in stone and now I'm fucked because it was supposed to be just fuck buddies and we had a deal with no strings and guess what? I have strings coming out of my asshole, strings everywhere and I can't cut them. Yeah, so don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it at all. <laughs> um, radio. So that is my whole 13 points that I googled, um, which wasn't too bad actually. I can tick maybe 10, 9 or 10 things off that list. Go me. I would like to know what everybody else's opinion is on it. I would like to know if you guys have ticked things off the list. If you have, give me your um, give me your feedback. Let me know. I am going to try and do a podcast every Saturday. Um, if I feel like it, I might just smash out a couple of podcasts to really catch up on everything. Um, might do a couple this week just to really kick off the new year. But then I will do one a week um, on my life, on my opinions. I have so many opinions. Anybody who knows me knows that I can talk. So a podcast is probably the best way of getting all of that out into the open. Okay, so I'm going to love you and leave you at that. I kind of threw most of my makeup. Um, And then I'm going to start off my new year by cleaning more of my house because I have nothing better to do on a what's today on a Saturday big week at work tomorrow um I hope everyone is starting off 2022 with a bang whether it be partying or with a literal bang and as per usual feel free to message me feel free to give me ideas thank you for listening share my podcast with anyone that you think would um you know enjoy it Uh, and as per usual, you do you guys, and if you're not doing you, get somebody else to do you.